I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone, welcome to the SE Report Podcast. Nick here, uh, back after a little break last week, and Joe Fitz on the other end of the line. Mate, It's it's been a little while since you and I have been on the pod, but we're back. We've got the A-team back together for the second last week. We are, mate. Knock, we'll knock a bit of rust off uh, just in time for the grand final, the head-to-head grand finals next week, and yeah, bring the podcast home for the Supercoach year. Yep, yep, definitely, mate. And uh, scale of 1 to 10, how interested are you at, in Supercoach at the moment? Um, I th- just like I wrote in the team's analysis, about uh, at about 17 minutes past uh, 6 p.m. on Friday, I went from about a 7 to a, to a 2 because uh, I took the big took the armband off Turbo at the last second. Oh. I think he was, um, he was on 105 after 17 minutes of game time. So uh, I took the dogs for a nice long walk. What a joke. <laughs> oh, but obviously, we both own him. Neither of us captained him. And then the last five minutes of just pure junk. Pure, yeah. the most junkiest points you could ever get with a line break assist, try assist, and then a line break try at the death with the game, with no hope of winning the game. That was It was just all junk, basically. Yeah. And obviously, it's better than if we didn't own him, uh, like Wilfred doesn't. But um, yeah, mate, that, that 120 points cost me um, many, many hundreds of spots, and, yeah. and I'm on the outside looking in with the key ring. So wh- where are we ranked, mate? Uh, give us a reminder. Yeah, mate, you're 1463. I am 1702. Wenin is 3034. Wilfred is 3180. Uh, Daniel, who does the captain's article, he's 2121. Um, and yeah, mate, it's uh, none of us are in key rings, actually. Sangster and Copes are in key ring. Uh, Langy's friend from work, Wenin's friend from work, JT, he's in key ring range, but none of the rest of us are. I mean... We're not far off. I'm about a hundred points off. Oh, sorry, 150. You're about a hundred off. So it's it's still doable, but we need a few things to go our way. Yeah, mate. Definitely need the uh, the captains to go right. I think uh, be the first time in a couple of years that the Telly boys have uh, have knocked us over. If that's what um, what's going to be the case in the end, we've got a pretty competitive league that we're all in. So um, yeah, mate. There's lots of trash talk. Never a dull moment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's knock it out, mate. Let's do team news, captain, start set trades, and get out of here and enjoy the last two weeks of the season. Um, mate, since you're the team's man, do you want to just quickly go through any Supercoach relevant from this weekend? Yeah, not too much stuff uh, in terms of team news, really. Um, uh, Tigers uh, have flipped uh, Matt Eisenhut back into the starting lineup. Elijah Taylor's out and Lawrence is back for, you know, whether he makes it through the game uh, before getting injured or not, who the hell knows. Um, Manly, Jack Gusevsky's gone. Uh, sorry, he's back. 
with Winterstein dropped. Uh, I don't think anyone's kept uh, Gashevsky as a uh, as a cash cow this late in the season. Warriors and Penrith, <clears throat> I think this will actually be a cracker of a game, but the Warriors have got Blake Green out and Mason Leno uh, is in. But good news for people like me who held, Tohu Harris is back. Um, we'll have to check final team so to see whether he actually gets a start or if he's off the bench because that'll determine whether uh, or not he's worthwhile You know, in our top 17. I think just given how a lot of our forwards have been going, um, Tohu might be worth a roll of the dice. Um, do you have Peach, by the way, mate, speaking of Penrith? No, no, didn't go him in the end. Um, and he's out of fullback this week. Yeah, so he's moved to 5'8", which is... Um, yeah, but Tyrone May on the interchange. I think uh, Peachy going to fo- uh, going to five eighth is going to be bad news for uh, Valami Kikau uh, in terms of the amount of ball he's going to get. Um, DWZ's back at fullback and Christian Crichton's on the wing. Uh, JFH returned. Not a lot of interest there uh, from a super coach perspective outside of Peachy and, and probably the impact on Kikau. Um, and the last Friday night game, uh, which is JT's final home game, I think they will be climbing off the walls up in uh, up in Townsville, mate. They'll be um, it'll be a cracker of an atmosphere. Hopefully, Matt Scott and uh, Tamalolo are back, and uh, Bolton and Asiata are out, and Nathan Brown out is really the only uh, thing of interest for the Eels. They've got a, a heap of ins and outs of incidental kind of not super coach relevant players, unless there's something I'm missing there. No, that's it, mate. That should be a good game on Friday night, Uh, like you say, with Thurston's last game up north. Uh, I'll do Saturday quickly. Um, The Panthers are playing... Sorry, the Raiders are playing Souths in the early game. Uh, Whitehead's back in the side. Tarpanay's done for the year with a broken thumb. For the Bunnies, Alex Johnston, Inglis, good to see him back, and Campbell Graham are all back this week. Uh, So my trade of Alex Johnston out to Mahe Fanua last week was uh, really good. Yeah, went the pot option with old Mahe the mullet. Um, the, I think actually the best thing for Alex Johnson is is having Inglis back because he attracts so much attention when they when they swing left. And uh, earlier on in the year, that was the source of so many of his points. So if you did hold AJ, good work. Um, he's absolutely uh, a play this week, um, just given that you know anticipate that uh, you know he'll benefit from Inglis being yeah, back. Definitely. Titans and the Storm. Uh, Will Matthews is in for the Titans. A few changes for the Storm. Justin Olam and Chase Blair are into the side. Uh, Asafa Solomona and Brandon Smith are also out. Cameron Smith uh, has been named, but we'll have to see um, if he actually plays. Roosters versus Broncos is the late game. Should be a really good game. Luke Keery's back, pushing Ryan Madison to the bench. Uh, and the Broncos have got Katoni Staggs on the interchange as well. But nothing particularly Supercoach relevant in that game, uh, except it should uh, should be a good game, that one, I think, Roosters and Broncos. It'll be great. And I've got to say, there's been a few disappointing players this year in Supercoach, but for people like me who held Ryan Madison through that you know endless bloody concussion that I'm Pretty sure uh, Dave VK caused um, in our uh, in our catch up when the last time Madison uh, was fit up at Suncorp. Um, I, I, I think it was like six seven weeks, but I held him because he was the best centre wing in the game, and then he's done absolutely nothing since he's come back. So um, yeah, thanks for nothing, Maddo. Um, he's the number seventeen jersey, and bugger off out of my team. Yeah, yeah, he's done nothing. 
Done absolutely nothing. Uh, Sunday early game, Sharks and the Knights, Dugan's at centre and Ramian is out injured actually, which is unfortunate because a few people will have him. Uh, Wade Graham and Jaden Braley are back. And for the Knights, Hyington is back and that's it. Dragons and Bulldogs, Nightingale's on the wing, Jordan Pereira's on the interchange, uh, Lisa Almau starts, Frizzell's on the edge, and Luciano Leilua back to the interchange. He's an absolute beast. Your uh, boy. My boy, absolutely killing it after I traded him. I uh, got some good points from him before I sold him, though, so have to be fair. And the um, your doggies are 1-17. to 17. Yeah, um, that that's about their odds to win. Um, Mate, they got up over the Warriors last week. I know, but gee, they're terrible to watch. Um, I got it. The the bull. Anyone who's been a Bulldogs member would have gotten an email through the week. Uh, you know, one of those comprehensive member surveys, and uh, I would not want to be uh, the the low paid employee having to read some <laughs> of the survey results, mate. Because I know I absolutely gave it to them. Um, the club's an absolute <laughs> shambles at the moment. So uh, yeah, any anyone who works for the doggies who's reading this, uh, apologies in advance uh, for some. <laughs> the vitriol that's about to come your way <laughs> fair enough mate <clears throat> fair enough all right let's let's roll into captains uh the most popular captains so far are damian cook at 19 percent tamalolo at eight smithy at seven tommy turbo at six and valentine holmes and jake trebojevic at three uh in terms of the odds sir the sharkies are the the heaviest favorite at a dollar 36 followed by the storm at a dollar forty-four into the Cowboys at a dollar fifty. So, mate, I'm thinking Valentine Holmes is a good option. Uh, I think you know uh, Sangster and that we're talking about Malolo. He's probably a good option after that week off. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Uh, Damien Cook potentially Souths are a dollar fifty-seven favourites against Canberra. I like that option. Uh, I like Tommy Turbo obviously on the Thursday night uh, tomorrow night as VC against the Tigers. Tigers um, a little bit tougher than some of these other teams and actually pretty heavy favourites in that game. But I think uh, away from Lotto Land, I wouldn't be expecting a huge score from Tommy. But I think he's worth a with a VC option, uh, alongside, yeah, Holmes, Taumalolo, Damian Cook, they would be my three uh, picks for captain. How about you? Yeah, that, <clears throat> pardon me, that's probably fair. I think that, um, you know, Tamalolo for mine is the obvious one, just given, uh, you know, Parramatta a soft 
have been fairly soft up the middle this year and Nathan Brown's out as well. Um, Tamalo has had a rest. Um, be looking for, you know, some pretty big minutes um, in what will be an emotional game. You know, it's hard sometimes to, you know, this is a data-driven game. It's all about the numbers, so it's hard to uh, to get too much into the, you know, they'll be up for this game. But I think it'll be a real case when you've got a legend playing his last um, his last home game. So, yeah, Tamalolo, I think it'd be a big one or, you know, for the sentimental people. I know a bunch of us traded Corey Parker in for his last game uh, at Suncorp, you know, two or three years back. And uh, I think some people who've done that for JT uh, wouldn't be the worst idea if you slap the armband on him because uh, if he's ever going to get up and have a big one, it'll be this weekend. Yeah, yeah, agreed, yep. Bit of a left-field selection, but why not give it a crack at this time of the season? Uh, start, sit. So, so, I mean, some of these guys that I've got on the list here are sort of, you know, guns or have been guns this year, but... That they're falling off late in the season. It's a question now of who do you start and, and who don't you start, obviously. Um, I've got here Smithy, Fafida, Arrow, and then Aiken and Ponga uh, out in the outside back. So I haven't started Smith the last two weeks, and at the moment he, I'm not going to play him this week either. I had to play him last week, and... Uh... You know, he actually, he, I think uh, he was about 37 points in 33 minutes or something like that before he went off injured, so he was doing well. But, um, yeah, that back injury means he's, he's, even if he is fit for this week, he's unlikely to, you know, rack up too many run metres himself. So, you know, I, I'm not keen for Smithy at all. In, uh, Jai Arrow is a really interesting one because, um, you know, it's usually the, uh, you know, niggling injuries he gets that, that causes his minutes to plummet. But it was actually Mitch Rain getting heaps of minutes in the middle mm. that, um, that kind of cut his minutes short this week. So yeah, you just can't trust Arrow, certainly not as a captaincy uh, <clears throat> option, but even just kind of in your 17 on that fringe, it's a big problem. Um, you know, Ponga at 5.8, I think, is a bit less uh, attractive there. So I think you have to play him just for the upside. But Aitken's a definite no, mate. He's been on the nose for... I'm pretty sure it's actually Latrell Mitchell might have killed him. Um, you know, what, about yeah. four or five ago where he just embarrassed him. And, you know, Aitken had a reputation as one of the best defensive centres in the game. He, he got uh, got his lunch money stolen and he's not been the same since. Yeah, he's been absolutely killing my team. You know, I picked him up post-buys. Yep, great dragon. has got a great draw to finish the season. Awesome, you know, Aitken, Widop, these guys are going to carve up. And then Widop's obviously injured, but before he got injured, he was shit. He's under 400k. Aitken's under 400k as well, and they're just absolute jokes, mate. I won't be getting any Dragons after round 10 next year because they, they're choke artists. They just... Five, five, five round average of 41, you and Aitken, and everyone was loading up on the Dragons yeah. because they have so-called soft, soft schedule. Uh, on the run home it's just yeah I mean p- picking players according to schedule that that just has not worked out no. at all this year no. you talked about the Bulldogs sticking uh, some you know games away you know ordinarily you'd look at the Bulldogs as a tasty matchup and have actually played well and limited some of the super coach guns playing them so yeah picking picking against matchups just has not worked at all no no it doesn't work I'm not doing it ever again I'll just be picking players on yeah, you know, whoever's best player and not considering the matchups because I don't, yeah, I don't think it matters, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone else who you're sort of borderline? I'm not too sure on Kakao this week. Um, only scored 38 
last week should go okay against the Warriors. Not the best defensive side in the comp, obviously, by any means. And I'll I'll probably start Kakao over Arrow and Smith, um, I think, but but not as confident on him as I have been in over sort of last three or four weeks. Yeah, both uh, both uh, Carlos Adolf and I uh, in our articles the uh, uh, by sell hold and. Um, and the team's analysis talked about how crappy the, the front row forward guns have been uh, in the last few weeks. So I'm actually strongly considering playing Ryan James over Marty Tapao. Um, his minutes have just fallen off a cliff, and he does go through those stretches where Trent Barrett doesn't play in big minutes at all, and he just goes completely off the boil. Um, so I think it was 33 minutes uh, on the weekend, and you're just not going to pump out. Uh, scores with that so yeah much safer bet if you've got a Ryan James there but lots of people have got Kikau uh, Sam Burgess who's been terrible of late as well um, Marty Tapao there so you're screwed you, you've really got to kind of just pick your poison yeah okay so just to be clear I was talking about Kikau and you were talking about Tapao but that's, that's yeah fine. yeah mate. we covered both the players so that works was talk, was talking front row forwards in general, okay. mate. So okay. yeah, I know a lot of people that have got kick out in the front row um, because you know second row forwards pretty stacked. So mate, it's called a segue. Um, <laughs> you know, try and stick with me. <laughs> you need to, you need to actually use a linking word or linking sentence. You can't just randomly start talking about a completely different person. It was it was the, the words ending in our. Uh, kick out to power. That's how it works, buddy. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. I mean, next on the agenda is trade talk. But how many people have actually got trades left? I would only think it's uh, people that are in pretty sizable cash head to head leagues would be the only people and. There's actually not that much attractive. Um, if you don't have Valentine Holmes, you want to get on him. If you don't have Talalolo, get on him. Tommy Turbo, the same. But all the people that, are, that have the he- heaviest trade in this week are all really highly owned guys. Uh, Sean Johnson, etc., uh, etc. Et Nathan Cleary, uh, Jake Turbo. So, um, yeah, I, I haven't had trades, I think, for two weeks. Uh, I don't know about yourself. Yeah, yep. My last trade was a couple of weeks ago. Well, last week, actually, when I sold Johnston for Fenua. Um, so that was good. That was real good. But people, <laughs> yeah, people are selling, you know, the injured players, Widop, Tarpanay, Nathan Brown, Ramian. Uh, people are selling Vunavalu and Madison. Obviously, Aitken's been heavily sold. Cameron Smith and Ponga are probably interesting ones. Um, you know, if we look at it, people are probably selling Ponga for Valentine Holmes, uh, which potentially makes sense. Um, Holmes has got a nice matchup against the Knights this week. Ponga, conversely, has a tough matchup in the same game against the Sharks, and he's he's injured. He's sort of limping towards the end of the season, so I can completely see why people would want to get Holmes in for these last two rounds. I'm not sure who people are selling Smithy for, though. Um, there's no one hooker on the top 10 most traded in. Um, surely people have got Damien Cook by now. Uh, people could be, you know, maybe making a late charge for a Farah or McInnes or someone like that, maybe. Yeah, or nothing amounts. 
so you can afford Gunn, uh, you know, in another spot. But obviously that's two trades and, you know, you and I are talking about not having one between us for the last two or three weeks. Um, if you've got two trades you've been sitting on, well, yeah, good luck to you. But that's the only thing I can think of with uh, with Cameron Smith there. Um, interestingly, a few people uh, just on the side have been talking about Kurt Mann as a sneaky pot option. I know I brought him in uh, for that final buy round, anticipating that... Um, you know, Ben Hunt would play Origin and therefore Mann would, uh, you know, play in the halves and do real well, but obviously got stuck on the wing and then dropped to the interchange again, but um, started at 5.8 on the weekend and killed it. So, you know, for a compar- <clears throat> comparatively low price, you got a, you're a pretty sneaky pot option. 275k there uh, is not so bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're still sitting with a up or someone like that, you know, potentially you could make a move there. Uh, a lot of people would probably be running Johnson and Cleary uh, as their two halves, but running man off the bench as one of your four reserves, potentially not the worst option. Uh, hopefully the Dragons perform well against the Dogs and he can get some more points. Yeah, and I think if you're out of, you know, if, if head-to-head means nothing to you and you're not in the cash league, but you are within kind of shouting distance of getting a key ring or you know a particular milestone if you've had a shocker of a year and you, it's the top five thousand you want to make or you know whatever even you know top kind of 300 or or whatever your kind of goal is um go for pot options don't don't bloody you know captain damien cook like everyone else because you're just not going to move up the rankings um you know throw caution to the wind a little bit um you know, have a bit of fun with this week because otherwise it's there's not a lot of point kind of playing all the way to the end uh, if there isn't a, something a bit different and a bit exciting. So I would advocate going for a put option. Definitely is VC, uh, if not, you know, putting the gold armband on someone that's a bit left field. Yeah, fair enough. So you're saying that I should play Tamari Martin this week after he scored 11 last week? <laughs> well, hey, Corey Oates scored 10 two weeks ago and then backed it up with 120 last week, mate. So, you know, if you think of it that way, um, tomorrow Martin's probably due, right? That's yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's probably <laughs> right. Hey, I'm just interesting, um, you know, just, just to wrap up the podcast, I'm looking here at the top 20 scorers for the year uh, in terms of players. So, you know, a lot of names that we've all got in there, but a couple of interesting names... Um, at number 13, Aiden Guerra has scored the 13th most Supercoach points this year out of anyone. It's, it's, been, it's been a pretty successful move up there. I know he wasn't even on the radar for Origin, which was a little bit odd given uh, you know Queensland's early series form. But um, he, yeah, he's been hovering around the 600k mark for most of the year, three... Uh, Round average of 81, five round average of 74. But, mm. you know, I, I think everyone's just anticipated that, uh, you know, he was going to drop off after getting some attacking stats. But, yeah, he's been plugging away, much like Lachlan Fitzgibbon has been in the last couple of years as well for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. McInnes at number 15, uh, I didn't realise he was that high up as well. So that's a pretty solid year for him. Uh, and then Isaiah Yo sneaking into the top 20. Uh, in terms of total points, obviously playing every game uh, has helped him in comparison to others. I mean, he's not going to be in the top 20 on average, averaging only 57. But total points for the year, top 20, that's uh, that's pretty solid by old, old uh, Isaiah Yo. He's a very uh, sneaky pick if you play the draft uh, version of Supercoach. Mm. I always try and target him every year because he's pretty unfashionable. But, yeah, he'll always kind of crank out 
between 55 and 60 week in, week out. So, yep, uh, good pick for draft, but, yeah, he stinks it up for Supercoach because there's no value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you if you sort by average, obviously the list changes a little bit, but, you've yeah, I mean, the top five, six, seven, they all make a lot of sense. Robbie Farris sneaks in there with only the nine games. Ryan James, number 14. Josh Hodgson, only the nine games as well. Tarpanay in the top 20. And uh, Manasseh Fainu, top 20 average, 63 in seven games. He's increased in price by 300K. <laughs> That's Jesus. Well, I, I'm just about the only person that beats that is, like, I, I know, uh, you know, Trent Copeland um, you know, is really trying to push the God 2.0 nickname, but I think people properly need to appreciate how incredible Reese Martin's season's been. The dogs are absolute pants this year and he's come in mid-year the bloke's averaging the third highest average in the whole of super coach yeah. only behind tommy turbo and damien cook he's increased 427k um just an absolutely phenomenal rookie season and, and really one of the best mid-season cash cows ever i think yeah yeah he's had a great year cook damien cook's up 340k uh, Jai Arrow obviously up two one six. Smithy's down 177k on the year, having a bit of a shocker at the end of the year. But Viliami Kikau, mate, I, he's up 373k. Kikau's got to be close to to MVP for the year, I think, along alongside or in a close race with Damian Cook. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, Reese Martin's probably the only one that's increased more than Kikau because with the 427 there, but. Um, it, it's actually like the the funny thing this year is that cash hasn't been a problem for any of us. Like we've all got a fistful of guns in our team um, because there's been so many great cash cows. The problem is is that none of the bloody guns are performing. So um, it's been such a topsy turvy year. But um, look, mate, two weeks to go, we can get up for it. And uh, you know, I think you and I are about the only uh, shot at a keyring out of the uh, SC Talk boys. So yeah, it's on our shoulders, mate. Mate, I'll give it a try. I don't think I've much of a shot, but I'll um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I've pretty much resigned myself to the fact that I will go key ring lists again for the third season in a row. Oh well, this would be my third consecutive key ring, mate. So oh. you got to listen a bit more often. <laughs> All right, mate. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for jumping on the pod. Good luck this week, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Cheers, buddy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 